crazy because I was sitting on my bed. Oh, I thought you were going to be in the tree. <laughs> no, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> that would have been way cooler. <laughs> no, yeah. I was sitting on my bed and I had headphones in and all of a sudden I felt like the floor shake. But it felt like just an airplane. Hmm. And I was like, so I was, took my headphones off and I was like, ah. I couldn't hear anything because so I was like, it's whatever. Yeah, no, it was uh, northeast of Dover, Delaware. Oh, man. Yeah. It was like real short. I think so. Yeah. We, we didn't feel it at work, I don't know. It was only a couple seconds, right? Yeah. Uh, the best. One of my coworkers said his daughter texted him like freaking out. Like, the house is shaking. <laughs> freaking out. Well, welcome to Worms Are a Myth, an outdoorsy podcast brought to you by Whale Shark Adventure Co. So, if you like having as many stickers as humanly possible on your Hydro Flask 30 ounce standard, then this is the podcast for you. <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> so, today we were going to talk about our scariest outdoor scenarios, it's the scariest situations we've been a part of in outdoor settings, kind of to solidify the idea, in fact, that we're not professionals. <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking about, but we just, we, we know some. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think we both have some individual scary ones, and then one shared slightly scary, not really in hindsight, but at the time, a little scary. <laughs> but um, let's go individual first. So, Christian... What is your individual scariest outdoor scenario? Um, uh, now I don't remember what it was that I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, my scariest... Weren't you going to talk about your pine needle tea? Yeah, I could. I, you know, that, I, think, I think the reason it doesn't <laughs> stick out to me is because... I, I don't know. I just... I don't... Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> I can tell that one. <laughs> So okay. I was in the Allegheny National Forest. Mm -hmm. This was a few years ago, actually. And um, I had never made pine needle tea. And it sounds delicious. It is sure, delicious. Yeah. I've had actual pine needle like tea made since. for you by someone who knows how to do it. No, I've... All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... So I'm searching around the campsite. And I get those... You ever see those, like, they're, like, longer needles? Not, like, the traditional, like, Christmas tree needles. They're, mm -hmm. like, flat. Yeah. And they're, like, real long. Well, I use those. That doesn't sound like your best idea. I don't think you're supposed to use those. <laughs> uh-huh. But I did. Um, and the, the branch that I took, the little section, was just, it was, like, wilted. And it looked fine to me. <laughs> but, uh, so I put it in my boiling water. And I make my tea um let it steep for forever mm -hmm. also i think i never took it out of the cup i think i just <laughs> drank it as if it were like a tea bag <laughs> like cowboy coffee but with pine needles yes exactly <laughs> so i probably like ingested whole pine needles too so oh my god there's that well anyway i finished my uh my breakfast it was it was early in the morning 
and then start going for my hike and maybe 15 minutes later i just it hit me like a wave <laughs> of like <laughs> just bowels dropping <laughs> uh just intestinal explosion just like nuclear warfare uh-huh yeah naturally <laughs> just like that kind of like you get really hot but you have a cold sweat and you're yeah, just... absolutely and i was like <laughs> i'm about to have explosive diarrhea <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know i, I sugarcoated for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you um, for our, saving our sensibilities <laughs> I was like right next to my best friend and <laughs> I just gave him this look like deer in the head in headlights. Did he not? Did Jimmy not have any either? No, he didn't. Cuz he was smarter than you. <laughs> I don't I don't remember his reasoning, but I know that he didn't have any. Unless he made his own and he used and a different And he used needle. like a real pine tree. I don't know, but <laughs> I gave him this look and i just i didn't even say anything i just gave him this look and then ran the other direction (laughs) 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 and i like i don't remember if he like asked me what was going on or what but i just ran Mm -hmm. and then found a suitable tree because i knew it was gonna be nasty (laughs) so (laughs) uh pants came down and it's getting graphic uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) world war world war uh d oh my freaking god (laughs) that's d for diarrhea Mm -hmm. no i think we got it um yeah and i just i was so lightheaded and on like the oh i remember what my other story was oh i do too (laughs) (laughs) kind of a segue yeah segue um Anyway, just to sum that story up, I didn't die. I'm still here. That's not, like, scary. It's just, it's, well, it's scary if it's never happened to you before. It's but scary it... because I felt very sick. Yeah. And I knew that I was so far and away yeah, from And, yeah, you didn't any... know what kind of plant you used. You could have poisoned yourself by accident. Yeah. Which, in theory, you kind of did. We were so far away from any sort of, like, anything treatment. Yeah. You would have, you would have been kind of. Scared. And like that's what was going through. That's my true. Head. That's scary. That's pretty scary. Was, I'm just losing everything All of your that's inside of me. <laughs> my entrails are coming out of my butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, the other one that I was actually gonna say. Yeah, the real scary one, the, which just also involves you being sick true. of some kind. Kind of, yeah. First time I went mountain biking, uh, I had just graduated high school. And all of my friends moved away. They went to their various schools across the country. And because I wasn't a great student, uh, I was going to attend community college. Um, Don't shit on community college. I I had a great experience at community (laughs) college. (laughs) Um, It's affordable. Okay. (laughs) I am very much an advocate of the community college experience anyway (laughs) um so basically i had one friend uh, from high school who didn't move away as uh, as well as i didn't so we like bonded this is outward bound chris yes this is outward bound chris who i really hope we can get on here at some point that'd be fun yeah um we decided we had been watching all of these mountain biking videos Mm -hmm. like 
intense downhill mountain biking videos uh life cycles is a great one that we were watching recommend it and we decided that basically that was our new career path just be mountain bikers <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh we weren't gonna have any training it was just because we wanted to do it that's what we were gonna do mm-hmm so naturally like a week went by and all of a sudden we had a we had this class together and i show up at 8 a.m and he goes i bought a mountain bike (laughs) i'm like what already (laughs) and he's like yeah so get on it (laughs) get on buying it not on his mountain literally (laughs) that day i left i left campus went to the local bike shop and dropped five hundred dollars on a mountain bike which probably isn't a lot to a lot of people but i mean for someone who's fresh out of high school yeah i was i was 18 yeah that's a lot of money um that's you could have lived off of that for a while (laughs) i was living at home so that helped but yeah from what i know that's like a nice uh, entry slash middle ground level mountain bike Mm. it's a raleigh it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so with with no, again, no training or no preparation whatsoever, we take to the local trails. Preface this with you have low blood I sugar. I have low blood sugar. And you don't <laughs> feed yourself. I have and gotten a lot better. Le- yeah, you have. Uh, but let that be known before <laughs> this story because this plays a gigantic part. <laughs> in christian's scariest outdoor experience it does for sure so yeah i hadn't i hadn't eaten all day uh probably didn't drink enough water either Hmm. doesn't Um, sound like you at all (laughs) (laughs) uh i basically had the body of um a chain smoking diabetic not that i was a smoker but i definitely didn't have any good cardio uh uh cardiovascular endurance or whatever you call it mm-hmm. um so anyway skip ahead a couple hours we're, we're hitting the, the single track pennsylvania uh, mountain bike scene we're in you know it. the illustrious we're in pennsylvania it. mountain biking <laughs> scene <laughs> and in my mind from all the documentaries that we watched mountain biking was just the down part <laughs> and none of the up part no of course not what <laughs> it's just the fun part gears i didn't know what gears were they were useless i was just gonna use uh speed i mm-hmm. was going for pure speed, speed yeah <laughs> so anyway um a couple like maybe an hour and a half from the parking lot into the trail i am i'm just like pumping pure adrenaline <laughs> quads are going i'm the freaking titanic of mountain bikes um (laughs) (laughs) and chris is in front of me and he he's always been in a lot better shape than i've ever been (laughs) so he's just cruising along and i'm like this is my buddy and (laughs) i gotta keep up with him because he's gonna i'm gonna be embarrassed i don't know so i didn't even think about taking any breaks I put it out of my head, and <laughs> suddenly I start getting a little dizzy as I keep pedaling. We're, we keep going uphill. Like, it's it's been an hour and a half of uphill. There have been, like, zero downhills. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm getting dizzy, 
and all I'm doing is just looking at my front tire like I'm transfixed I'm in I'm like not in the zone but I am zoned like <laughs> just just zoned out entranced out, in yeah. this weird low blood sugar limbo mm-hmm. and all of a sudden just the ground rotates <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally remember just being like that's weird <laughs> <laughs> strange the 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 earth is going sideways on me that sounds cheesy to say but like that's literally what went through my mind like oh i mean you had low blood sugar that's so weird why is the ground (laughs) turning (laughs) oh my god um so now i'm on my side Mm -hmm. i'm on the ground Mm -hmm. uh my bike is uh tangled in my legs and i know that i'm on the ground now i know that something has happened um and I'm like so dizzy and I all I want to do is just take a nap. I just really wanted to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and at this point, Chris has gotten off his bike and he's coming over to me. And if you know Chris, which none of you do, he <laughs> is just the most casual person ever. And he just so casually walks up to me and he's just like, what's going on? <laughs> what like, you doing down there? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being like, I'm just really tired. I just want to. I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> That's awful. And he's like, "All right, well, don't go to sleep. That's you shouldn't go to sleep." And I'm like, "No, I just just let me sleep You're for just a like, second. No, this is what I need. I'll be All fine." Right. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, really, it's okay." So <laughs> somehow he communicated to me that he was gonna go ride down the rest of the trail, and uh, basically go uh we had a a third car a friend of ours um was around Mm -hmm. so (laughs) he goes and somehow works magic and gets them to like rescue us and uh then skip forward maybe 15 minutes of trail walking my bike oh so you didn't just wait for him where you were you walked your bike no 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 so while he did all that I'm just sitting, not even sitting, just laying on the ground, still with my bike, like, just tangled between my legs, <laughs> half asleep. And I remember this dude, like a seasoned mountain biker dude, like with the whole garb, mm-hmm. everything, just like, cycles up to me, doesn't stop, he doesn't. He never stops once, he just looks at me <laughs> and he goes, yeah, all right? And did you answer? And I think, I think I probably smiled or waved or something. But looking back, like, of course I'm not okay. Clearly you're not okay <laughs> tangled in your bike on the ground, um, like probably pale as a ghost. So public service announcement for Pennsylvania mountain bikers. If someone's laying on the ground. Public service announcement to anybody. Stop. Let the person who has the lower amount of fitness level be the pace setter that's true in any circumstance in any circumstance just that's the safe thing to do so anyway um i uh my friend comes back we walk to the car and once i'm in the car i am freezing cold and it's worth mentioning that i I think it was july or august Mm -hmm. um the point is i should not have been freezing no you just your blood sugar i was was i was in shock yeah and your body was freaking the fuck out <laughs> still 
really wanted that nap. Yeah. No one would let me sleep. I remember being very angry about that. Did they take you to the hospital? Um, they were, yeah. So I never made it to the hospital. That sounds morbid. <laughs> <laughs> I ne- we never got to the hospital, but we were on the way to, like, towards the mm-hmm. hospital. Um, Why didn't you end up going? Well, we made a pit stop at Wawa. Oh, naturally. Uh, for our um, non-East Coast, Mid-Atlantic residents. And some parts of Florida. <laughs> um, Wawa is one of the greatest things that God has gifted the earth. Um, yeah. It's a 7-Eleven on, on steroids. steroids. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like the best parts of a Stewart's, a, a Sheets, and What's a 7 Stewart's? Get out of here, you Michigan. <laughs> I don't know what a Stewart's is. Stewart's is like a wannabe Wawa, but like in upstate New York and Vermont. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone knows when you're on your way to the hospital, you, you can, stop and you get can make an exception. You got to get snacks. To go to Wawa. So we go to Wawa and I get a Gatorade, uh, a blue Gatorade, the light blue, Glacier Freeze. Because that's, that's the, best the flavor. only Gatorade, according to Christian. That's the best flavor of Gatorade. <laughs> um, and I got a Cliff Bar because Cliff Bars always save the day. Mm-hmm. And somehow I had a blanket on me. I don't remember how, where that came from. Probably somewhere in the car. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I just, I was sitting curled up in the seat with a blanket on me in summer. What'd you guys do with your bikes? I honestly don't know. I don't remember that part. Do you still have your bike? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just drinking my Gatorade and nibbling on my Cliff Bar. And I was... Well, I wasn't a happy camper. But you were just definitely feeling better. I was it's almost like if you so put much fuel <laughs> in your body, it works. You gotta get the right fuel. You gotta, you gotta your put Your body it in the tank. is like a car, alright? <laughs> if you don't put gas in the tank, it's not gonna work. Anyway. Quote my dad. <laughs> oh, Paul. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. Shout out. Anyway, I didn't die. Uh, I have mountain bikes since. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's my story. What a What's your most frightening <laughs> outdoor story? All right. So uh, a friend of mine and I, my friend Teresa and I, decided that we'd been hiking a good bit at this point. We had been doing some longer days. And we'd already, we had driven down to Shenandoah National Park a few weeks before. And we were like, we want to go again. And this time we want it to be a big day. We want to do like a, a good chunk of miles. And we found this loop called the Mount Marshall Loop, which starts in the valley, not on Skyline Drive, if, you, if any of you are familiar with Shenandoah National Park. So it starts in the valley and it hikes all the way up mount marshall which is the highest mountain in the park um and it's it should have been (laughs) it should have been 15 and a half miles like a 15 and a half mile day and for whatever fucking reason we decided that we were going to full pack this as a as a quote-unquote shakedown hike were we were we training for any other trail no we just wanted to full pack something i guess so we (laughs) So it's like me in my 65 liter Osprey Aura and full of like my sleeping bag, my food, like cooking stuff. Like I don't think we brought a tent, but we brought like almost everything but a tent. Um, and then Teresa had like a, the giant like Gregory 70 liter Deva pack 
and if you've seen that pack it's freaking gigantic and she's little (laughs) she is five feet tall (laughs) so not an exaggeration no that's her literal height it's on her driver's license um but so yeah so that's the plan that we had we leave at like four o'clock in the morning and we drive down there and it, that's like a three and a half hour drive, I guess, for us it, to the park. And then it was another like half an hour to an hour to the trailhead, like once we were like in the area. Um, and we are dumb, learned from our mistakes, and we were using National Parks printed maps. Now, don't come for me, anybody, but the National Park maps are inaccurate <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> They are terrible. And at I'm least sh- they try to They try. They 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 provide a map and for that I'm grateful. However, the like mile markers on the map are inconsistent with the actual mile markers on the trail. And there are offshoots that aren't on the map which in theory wouldn't be a big deal if the trails were clearly marked, but they're not. So the trails aren't clearly marked. Uh the map like mileage was wrong and then also like the actual like trailhead posts with mile like uh like oh like 1.2 to like this trail intersection were also inaccurate to a the map and b like we had a mile tracker on them like they were inaccurate so do yourself a favor buy a real map <laughs> but anyway so we uh, the nat geo maps are really good uh-huh shout out to nat geo <laughs> so we're hiking this and we were like i think five miles in to this hike and we reach a part that's not on the map there's a road crossing on this trail that wasn't on the map and we were like well we must have missed the trailhead when in reality we had not missed the trailhead <laughs> we should have crossed the road and continued what to follow whatever trail was there but the thing is when you look that specific road crossing you have to walk a quarter mile down the road down skyline drive to get to um the, tr- the, the second part of that trail. Now, is that on the map? No. Did we do enough research to know that? No, we did not. So we turned back, and there was a forking, like a fork off of the original trail, um, like, towards the beginning. And we were like, oh, I guess we were supposed to go that way. Like noobs. So we hiked the five miles back. Now, okay, I may or may not be exaggerating the mileage on this, just because I genuinely don't remember. But I will tell you right now that the whole day ended up being 30 miles. So we we doubled our mileage for the day. Um, so anyway. Nice. But so, like, if I'm giving out, like, ex- like, exaggerating, like, hyperbolic mileage, it's because it was a long day, okay? <laughs> and we deserve chicken nuggets. <laughs> um, Always deserve chicken nuggets. <laughs> But so we hike all the way back down, go up this fork, and this fork meets up with the AT. And on the AT, we meet a hiker who actually lets us look at his map, which was super helpful. We're like, oh, we're going the right way. This is super cool. Like, he's going the same way we are. This is awesome. Maybe we didn't fuck up. Wrong. (laughs) So long story short, we keep hiking and we keep hiking and we keep missing the trailheads. And it's now getting later in the afternoon. We should have finished probably around five or six and we finished at 12 30 a.m um and then in the midst of this while we were on skyline drive trying to find where our trail connected to the next part of the trail there was this guy who was following us in a pickup truck and it was not okay (laughs) we were like 
Um, I don't think Teresa was really worried about it, um, but I was worried about it. Um, she, I think, we, we were both low blood sugar at this point. We were both not, probably not as hydrated as we should be. Not because we didn't have the food to feed ourselves, but because we were just uneducated on self-care. So... Basically, we're hiking down Skyline Drive, and this guy is following us in his pickup truck, and we're like, that's super weird. We're going to stop and pretend to look at this view, so he keeps driving, blah, blah, blah. And so we do that. He keeps driving. Then he comes back up the road towards where we are, and we're we're headed back towards the trail that we had missed in the first place because we're like, we've walked too far. This is wrong, so let's get back to where we know where we are because that's what we should have done in the first place. But anyway, so... We're going back, and he pulls off into... We had passed the scenic overlook where we were, like, distracting our... Like, they are trying to, like, make sure he left. So we walked past that, but he pulled into it, and he, he gets out of his car, and we're close enough, like, we're within earshot. And he's like, oh, are you guys... Are you ladies out here hiking alone? And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, pepper spray in my hand. And then Teresa... I very distinctly remember being like, yeah, like, and he was like, oh, cool, like, what are you guys hiking? And she was telling him the trail names that we were going on, and I was cringing because not I was okay. like, not okay. And then he goes, you know, you girls better be careful. There's a girl missing out in these parts. <laughs> and at the time, there genuinely was a hiker missing in the area that we were hiking in. Which didn't end up being, like, an abduction or anything like that. She very tragically committed suicide on, like, in that area of the park. Um, but at the time, we didn't know that. And all we knew was there was a girl missing in this, in this part of the park. And that a random stranger is coming up to us telling us to be careful because there's a girl missing in the park. It's just being a good Samaritan. I- Mm-hmm. So then, um, <laughs> Teresa, I'm, I'm, I have low blood sugar. I can't just blame Teresa for all of this. Cause I was a part of, I didn't say anything. So I just kind of let it happen. Um, but she was talking to him and he was like, oh yeah, I know where that trailhead is. It's like about a quarter mile up the road. I can take you guys there if you want. Like, like get into the back of his truck. And I was like, nope, no, not going to do that. And Teresa was genuinely thinking about it. I was like, nope, not doing that not doing that i was like nope we're good we're meeting up with our group up there actually we just wanted to see this pull off or something like like along those lines and he like was really trying to convince us that he could give us a ride to this trailhead and i was like absolutely fucking not (laughs) just absolutely not it was terrifying i and then like i think i was it, it was so scary that it didn't really sink into how scary it was and how scary the situation was until it started to get dark as we were hiking we were at the time that it got dark we were i think like i want to say like seven miles from our car which doesn't sound like a lot i think it no it's a lot no i think what happened was is we were we thought we were seven miles from our car and at that point we were 12 miles from the car which took us four hours to hike out (laughs) so it got in full packs in full packs in the dark now like to be graced with getting lost in a situation like this with full packs is kind of a blessing. We were way more prepared true. than, you know, a normal day hike would have made us be. And for that, you know, I'm really grateful. If we did have to camp, we could have. If we did have to feed ourselves, we could have. If we had to, you know, filter more water, we could have. So in that regard, we were well prepared, I guess. But 
basically not that you should just decide to full pack no if you, don't you shouldn't to. especially if you've never like I don't, it was just so many poor decisions and there was a distinct moment when i remember we were getting really scared because we had never been in a situation like that like if you've never gotten lost somewhere before like miles and miles from your car in and and then hours driving from where we actually lived you don't know how scary that is like you it's it's one of those things that like i personally since that moment like years ago i will never get myself into a situation like that like it's to the best of my ability because that was the worst <laughs> well even it, you don't even have to be miles from your car like we the two of us oh, yeah. <laughs> were maybe half a mile from the car and we both knew that and we got turned around on the trail that we've never been to yeah even, we were climbing like, that you know time. i never thought my life was going to be in no. danger but it's still scary. It gets For me, head. it was a lot of PTSD. I was like, <laughs> I am not getting lost again. This is the worst. Yeah. And then I started freaking out. And even though we were like, we could have very easily walked back to our car. So, um, but there was a moment that I very distinctly remember that will probably be seared into my memory for, for as long as I live, because it was just horrifying, was I was, we finally got a cell phone signal and I called my mom who was like, where are you guys? You guys almost home? And I just involuntarily broke down crying and was just like which is probably the worst thing oh it's to the hear. worst thing to hear if you're a parent <laughs> of your child who's hours away from you who you know said she was experienced and could hike stuff and then like got just lost. checking in to see i thought you'd be home by now <laughs> and like and at that point she was like oh well like call the rangers and they'll take you to the car like that's probably how that works and the rangers don't do anything that's not their job description they're not search and rescue you know what i mean basically the what we were told by the rangers was hike out just hike to your car hike is you know like just if you start moving now you'll get there in however long just hike to your car or have people that you know come pick you up and to hear that was like just a reality check you know that this isn't for me, like, even though we weren't in the most remote backcountry place and we weren't, you know, so far removed from wherever, that was just such a reality check for me because you were stuck out there. Like, we were stuck out there. You know what I mean? And we did that to ourselves. You have to really it, – it makes me, I guess, contemplate what I'm doing when I'm planning trips a lot more ever yeah, since that's then. that's awful. Yeah, that was a terrible experience. We hiked 30 miles in one day, and it was the worst. And we full-packed that. My feet were so trashed the next day. Yeah. So trashed. I had hot spots from the top of where my sock had started all the way down my foot. I couldn't walk. It was the worst. It was, And then we just, oh, yeah. So that's my scariest outdoor experience. And it is something that plays a part in every outdoor experience that I have <laughs> since then. Just because I will never again go out into the outdoors so, like, confident and, you know, full of hubris. Mm -hmm. that Like, I know what I'm doing. And no. Mother Nature was like, fuck you. You do not. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um, I think we're probably about out of time for this episode so mm -hmm. we'll have to save our shared scariest story yeah, for uh definitely an episode to come so mm -hmm. you'll have to stay tuned for that mm -hmm. um before we close out we want to do a small like short segment of like an update or just like a piece of gear we want to talk about or something like that and this isn't just a piece this isn't a piece of gear this is kind of just a piece of outdoor 
industry gossip. Mm. <laughs> but um, my, the, I work in an outdoor retailer, and I was told today that next year we're not going to be carrying marmot anymore. Oh no! And I was, we're not. And I was like, oh, like what's up? And apparently, marmots. This is basically the graveyard of outdoor companies. They're going to go make Costco stuff. No way. They're making Costco gear now. That's Marmot's been oh. declining for the past couple of years, which is super sad because I really like that company. I love Marmot. It, they've made some really quality stuff, and to hear that was so upsetting. Oh, that I was like, is upsetting. Because oh, they just came back from a gear sh- like a trade show. Um, my bosses and they were telling us about like the different stuff that companies are coming out with right now and just or, like for next season and apparent yeah apparently marmots just dr- stooped to a new low oh, no. they're making costco stuff <laughs> oh. which is just I, it makes me it made me sad it's like the, Why, marmot? the end of Why? an era man hopefully they know. can bounce back like hopefully. mountain hardware is trying to trying to <laughs> yeah and icebreaker just got bought it's just a sad time to be in the outdoor industry. It's <laughs> rough. All but right. Anyway, well, on that super uh, depressing, depressing note, note. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Worms Are a Myth, an outdoors podcast brought to you by Whale Shark Adventure Co. And we'll see you next time. Catch you on the next episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>